All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 31st of July. Let's start with breaking news first. The body of CCD Group founder and chairman VG Siddhartha was found on the banks of the Netravati River in Mengaluru this morning. Siddhartha went missing, remember, on Monday evening. In other important news, last evening the Rajya Sabha passed the Triple Talak Bill, making it illegal and punishable to conduct the instant divorce. The Comptroller and Auditor General of India has highlighted that the Income Tax Department allowed tax exemption claims for agricultural income without proper verification in some cases. In its audit report on direct taxes for financial year ended March 2018, it audited 6,778 cases and found that the Tax Department had allowed tax exemption claims for agriculture income in 1,527 cases without adequate documentation and verification of supporting documents. In important corporate news, a consortium that includes US cable giant Comcast, James Murdoch's Lupa Systems and Blackstone Group has made an offer for a stake in Z Entertainment Enterprises, which is India's largest private broadcaster. The group, which is making a non-binding bid, plans to snap up a 51% stake, which has a market value of about 19,000 crore rupees. The National Company Law Appellate Tribunal has ordered a fresh round of bids for debt-ridden JP Infratech, saving it from going into liquidation. The NCLAT extended the 270-day resolution period mandated under the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code based on what it saw as extraordinary circumstances. Further, the tribunal said that the promoters of JP Infratech, which owes lenders 9,800 crore rupees and is yet to build and hand over 20,000 flats to home buyers, won't be eligible for bidding. In regulatory news, the Reserve Bank of India eased guidelines that govern the end use of funds raised through external commercial borrowings, giving corporations and non-bank lenders greater leeway to use such funds. The easing of the rules comes at a time when the domestic banking system remains cautious on lending, particularly to sectors which have thrown up a high proportion of bad loans. A section of non-bank lenders too are struggling to raise funds from banks and the bond markets. The National Housing Bank has advised housing financiers not to grant home loans under schemes where developers offer to pay interest on behalf of borrowers till possession is handed over, saying that such offers are susceptible to fraud. It said loan dispersal should be strictly based on the stages of construction and mortgage lenders shouldn't release funds upfront in under-construction projects. Truecaller, which you know is a mobile app to screen callers and block spammers, has rolled back its latest app update after discovering a bug which automatically enrolled customers for its UPI-based payment service. Tata Motors' UK-based subsidiary Jaguar Land Rover is looking for partnerships to handle large capital expenditures expenditure, according to Chairman N. Chandrasekharan. At the Tata Motors annual general meeting, he said that JLR couldn't stop investing on research and development, but it is evaluating opportunities to create partnerships that would reduce the burden on the company during the ongoing demand slowdown. Now, if you're following the equity markets, you'll know that the sell-off in the month of July has been 
quite high. A large part of that selling has been led by foreign institutional investors who have net sold equity worth nearly 15,400 crore rupees during the month. Just yesterday, when the benchmark Nifty fell nearly a percent, FII's net sold equity worth close to 650 crore rupees. Domestic institutions on the flip side have been net buyers of equity and have bought more than foreign institutions during the month. In international markets, U.S. equities ended lower. The Dow closed lower by a tenth of a percent, while the S&P 500 and Nasdaq declined about a quarter of a percent. Asian stocks are weak in early trade, with all three early rises losing ground. The Nikkei in Japan was lower by about eight-tenths of a percent last I checked. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, let's start with the SGX Nifty Futures, which is currently indicating a very marginally negative opening as far as Nifty is concerned. This may very well change in the next one hour. You never know. But let's talk about the stocks that are going to be in focus in today's day of trade. Starting off with the results, we will have the likes of Aisha Motors, Indian Oil Corporation and UPL announce earnings today. Among others, we will also have Tata Global Beverages, Trend, Ashok Leyland, Ajanta Pharma, Symphony, India Mart, Intermesh and many others announce their first quarter results. When speaking of results, let's talk about some which came out yesterday post-market, starting out with Axis Bank. The results were below expectations and the GDRs are currently down 5%. Higher provisioning and higher credit costs weighed on profits and key disappointments were in higher slippage and the addition to stressed loans. Operationally strong numbers were held by higher other income. Moving on to Hero Motor Corp. Here the results were in line with expectations and we all know that volumes had declined 13% for the quarter. But the profit was boosted by an exceptional gain of 738 crores on the NCCD duty provision related to reversal. Accelerated depreciation of certain assets also impacted the first quarter results. Moving on to Tech Mahindra. The revenue was a miss largely on account of the largest verticals, telecom and enterprise, but deal wins were strong. Telecom will continue to grow faster than the enterprise business according to the management and the margins were impacted due to higher employee costs and subcontractor costs. Moving on to another prominent name in the mid-cap space, Dish TV coming out with weak earnings and revenues were impacted by lower subscription numbers. Inibida was ahead only due to lower than expected employee costs. Let's move on and talk about some other earnings as well where we have Gulf Oil Lubricants and Vinati Organics where earnings were in line with street expectations. In terms of stocks in news, we have Coffee Day Enterprises and the IT department has said that Vichy Siddhartha accepted holding black money and RBL Bank has suggested that all Coffee Day Group loan accounts are standard and performing. But in the pharma space we have Dr. Reddy's in focus where we did have some US FDA inspections and the company has received a Form 483 with five observations for its Unit 2 lab in Andhra Pradesh from the US FDA. Alcom Labs receives a Form 483 with four observations for manufacturing facility at Buddy. 
And finally, Jubilant Life Sciences will also be in focus as Rare Enterprises acquires nearly 1.1% stake at 432 rupees per share each, whereas Eastbridge Capital Master Fund acquired 0.8% at 435 rupees per share. Now, these are just some of the stocks that you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.